Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's Around the House. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B. This is the midweek special. This is, of course, where we talk about the stuff that didn't make it into last weekend show. And, of course, couldn't make it into next weekend show. Caroline has been traveling. She is out with a seminar she's doing as well, so she is not in the studio today, so you just got me. I hope everybody had a great weekend. I sure did. Father's Day weekend. Had my daughter and her boyfriend in town. We had just an absolute blast. Had family over, barbecue, all that stuff, so it was just a really special time this weekend. So I hope yours was that way as well for all you dads out there. And of course, everybody else, I hope your weekend was killer. Now, one thing I wanted to talk about that we didn't get into last weekend's show, I posted up on the Facebook page, which is Around the House show. You can find that over there. And, of course, we have Around the House Nation, which is our closed group. So there is a huge, and I mean massive, recall on electrical panels due to thermal burn and fire hazards. Not anything you want to see happen with your electrical panel. So coming from the uh, Consumer Product Safety Commission, Snyder Electric recalls 1.4 million electrical panels due to thermal burn and fire hazards. So the key of the product here is Square D's QO plug-in neutral load centers. So these breaker boxes, load center, electrical panels, whatever you want to call them, have a recall on them. So that was just on... uh, you know, June 16th, if you're in Canada, there were about 289,000 sold up there as well. So this is a lot of these breaker boxes that have come out over the last number of years that were produced between February of 2020 and January of 2022 with date codes between 200561 and 220233. So here's the good news for all you folks out there. For installed load centers, a qualifying electrician can locate the interior code dates that are not visible to the homeowner if you are not able to get in there. A lot of these circuit breaker boxes, um, they have a solution for them, which is good. And so what they're going to do is the remedy is Snyder Electric is directly contacting all known retailers, distributors, homeowners, and any other individuals that purchased or installed the recall product. But if you bought it or you had an electrician bought it, they might not know what model is where. But here's the cool thing is you have to contact Snyder Electric to arrange to have the recalled low centers inspected by a trained electrician to determine if replacement or repair is required. This inspection and any resulting replacement or repair is free of charge. So this is going to be one. 
I want everybody to go out and take a look. If you've had a new panel come in since, you know, 2020 on, go take a look at it and see to make sure you're good. Mine, I have a square D. It was just before that, so we were good to go. And it was a slightly different panel, so that's the good thing. So make sure that um, you take a look. They have um, not had too many injuries or anything like that, so it's not something that has been reported to the Consumer Product Safety Commission, but it uh, it is one of those things. Consumers uh, who's using them right now that are awaiting the repair should have working smoke alarms in their home. I never liked that when they say, hey, make sure you got a working smoke alarm, which, of course, is common sense. But that's never good when they tell you to do that. Now, here's something that's interesting with this. Uh, again, this could be a big fire hazard that you have to be careful with. Could be getting too hot, things like that. If you've got that Ting device, which is that plug-in, looks like a little plug-in, almost air freshener, it monitors your electrical system. So if you start to get a fire, it's going to probably be able to, and I say probably because it does it all the time. If there's a fire, it will sit there and read the electrical issue in the house and say you have a potential of fire before it happens. So in a nutshell, basically head over to the Consumer Product Safety Commission, which is cpsc.gov. You can click on the recalls and it's over there, or you can just head over to aroundthehouseonline.com. And you can find that over in that area of our feed because we post it up there as well. Well, for all our listeners out there, I want to make sure that you are subscribed to Around the House. That way we can uh, make sure you're getting every one of our episodes. So uh, we noticed it was funny. This last few weeks, we noticed a lot of people on iTunes that have been uh, grabbing us and subscribing. So if you have that iTunes account, you can jump on there, find the Around the House show, subscribe, and it'll download all those episodes right there for you so you can listen to them anytime you want to. It'll at least grab the first 299 episodes out of our almost 800 that are on the on the internet now. And if you want to find all those episodes, including the old ones, you can just go over to AroundTheHouseOnline.com and you can go back in the Wayback Machine there and uh, actually do a search. You can look in for specific topics and things like that. And then today I'm going to be putting up over on Around the House Nation. That is our closed group for all you guys out there that have joined that. Thank you. That is where you can share projects, do some stuff, and we have some special insider stuff that happens over there. For instance, today we're going to be putting up a uh, question about what new topics that we haven't covered here in Around the House that you'd like for us to discuss. We do this a couple times a year, and I think we're due to do it again. So we'll make sure that uh, if you have questions or if you have a show topic that you want us to cover that maybe we haven't covered enough or you've missed, put it up there, and uh, we'll have that ready to go for you so you can make that comment. And if you want to join it, just head over there if you're a real person. We look in to make sure you're a real person to go on there, and that way everybody can have a safe space to have a good time because uh, – we, we patrol that pretty good. Rude comments. We booted a couple people out because uh, guess what? If you're not going to be kind to everybody, you can move on down the road because that is not what this group is about. Now, here's one thing, too, I wanted to talk about. We've got a heat wave going across the country. It's been going in certain areas. It's coming into our neck of the woods now. It's going to work its way up here in my area in Portland. But I know most of the country now is dealing with heat. And there's a statistic that I thought was kind of interesting. Did you know that overheating kills about 1,500 people a year? That is more than, and that's in the U.S., that is more than hurricanes, floods, and tornadoes combined. 
on average every single year. So it's a big deal. So make sure that your system is working correctly. Make sure in these heat waves you're taking care of those loved ones that can't take care of themselves very easily because those are things you just really need to be careful with. So a couple little tips on that. If you've got that outdoor air conditioner, you know, that one that's part of your central heating and cooling system, make sure that that thing has all the garbage and plants and bushes away from it so it gets good airflow. Make sure that all the coils out there are cleaned up. If there's a lot of dirt and everything outside, make sure that's working. If you're on one of those super hot days, and I've talked about this before in the show, I've gone out and used water, one of those misters from Lowe's, and you can put that mister on there, and it'll help reduce that temperature. And what that does is it makes it more efficient and will make your AC cooler inside the home. Just make sure that you don't have hard water or anything like that with your water because that will put buildup on that. You don't want to have uh, all that scale buildup on that unit because that will be even harder to keep clean and become less efficient. So make sure you've got the right thing for that. It's also a great time to make sure that those uh, those uh, ducts are working well. They're cleaned. You've got things opened up. And, of course, you've got that fresh, brand-new furnace filter in there. Make sure you watch it because it's the time of year where the pollen dust all that stuff is moving around because many times that AC is actually moving at a higher velocity than what's in that heating. So when it goes into that AC mode, you kind of can move around the dust bunnies a little bit. So make sure that you've got that taken care of there. And that's going to really get you into a space where you can get that house as cool as possible. And of course, anything you can do to keep the blinds down uh, when the direct sun is on it. And of course, you know, cool things down at night, maybe open up the house or, or ventilate when you can, and that'll get you looking just a little bit better and make that house more enjoyable, as well as controlling humidity. If you've got that humidity over 60%, a dehumidifier can really drop that down and really make that feel really, really good. So that might be exactly what the doctor ordered for keeping your house cool here in this heat time. You know, a couple, geez, maybe over a month ago, we did a segment on fences. And Caroline and I were talking about that foam that you can use for post holes. It's the stuff that you shake up and mix up, and you could put it in there and put it, your fence post in and do that instead of mixing up concrete. I mean, it's easier to grab a bag that weighs a couple pounds and to do that and to put that structural foam in and hold the fence up. It's really cool. I did find, I did use it. I used a couple of them. Uh, I wanted to put some poles up to hold up some lights. And I wanted to test it out using that product just to see before I put it on my fence if I wanted to use that product or not. And you know something? It worked really well, and it worked as advertised. Now, the secret with it, I'll tell you, is to make sure when you dig that hole is to have maybe a little bit bigger towards the bottom than the top. You want to have more of a reverse cone where the hole at the bottom is a little wider than the top because that helps lock that in, and that'll really help keep that locked into that piece. Now I did find one thing that was kind of interesting that I was not a super fan of with the product. And to be honest, it has nothing to do with the product itself. It has to do with my dogs. I let that set up. Hours later, the dogs were out there and they saw where it had ballooned up a little bit. I was getting ready to come over and cut that off flush with the ground where it had come out of the hole a little bit and it was going to be good to go. Those dogs wanted to go in there and thought it was super fun to start digging at it. Once they figured that out, they wanted to dig down and create that mess. It was like its own little play toy. 
So be careful with dogs with this stuff. Uh, you know, it might be better just to have it below grade, put some dirt over the top of it so they don't see it. But uh, it will make a mess pretty quickly with a dog claw at it because it is foam. So it will tear up, scratch up, and uh, make a heck of a mess in that little area if you let man's best friend tear into it for you. So one little problem that was really my dog's and not the product, but it's something to think about. And of course it's, you know, it's, they say what it's rated for. So just make sure that you're using it for what it's intended uses. That stuff is meant for fence posts. And, uh, you know, there are some other things on the outside of the package, but make sure that you're using it for what it's intended to. Mine was pushing it a little bit. And I wanted to do that because I like to test the product and see how well it does, how far it goes. And I've got a little bit of tension on these and it's working great. So uh, would I probably do it, you know, for a deck? Heck no, I would not. Would I do it for something structural? No, I would not. I really want that concrete down there. But, you know, for fence posts, I kind of give it two thumbs up. I think it would work, especially if you're just doing a repair and you're having to put one new post in. Man, it's so much easier to do that. Uh, I don't blame that a bit. However, if you do have high winds, um, I would think about it. You know, if you've got an area where it's it's already blowing over because you've got high winds, I would probably go with the high-strength concrete because it's just going to be stronger. But if you're looking at something that's going to be, uh, you know, ease of use, wouldn't be ashamed to use it at all. So it's a good overall product. So I was impressed with it. I had been uh, – I knew a lot of people that have been using it for years and years and years, and I just hadn't because I hadn't come into the right uh, situation to use it on my own projects. But uh, I'll give that a two-thumbs-up. Well, coming up this weekend on Around the House, we have a nice show ahead. This is going to be kind of a, a lot of fun. We've got 10 projects to do around your house to really be able to kind of make it more enjoyable. So many people out there are going to be able to, uh, well, maybe not go out and buy that house right now because interest rates are going up to the roof. I think you're going to see inventory coming back in, but interest rates are going to be pretty crazy out there. So with that, it makes it harder for people to buy a more expensive house. So I know a lot of people that have been out house shopping are going, ah, I'm going to chill out for a little bit. Let's wait for this market to recover. Let's get interest rates down a little bit, and then we'll uh, dive back into searching for that house. But, you know, there's some things you want to do to dress the house up that aren't too expensive, like a big kitchen bathroom model, something like that, or an addition. So we talk about some things that you can really do around the house to uh, kick it up a notch, maybe add some value and make it more enjoyable. And then an hour number two, we got Lacey Martinez from uh, – American Standard Plumbing. We've got Groa and, of course, DXV, which is their high-end line. We're going to talk plumbing fixtures and about some new products that they have. There's some secrets that uh, people don't even think about, but it's a company there where they've got, you know, they're a long-term company. Man, they've been around forever. And so these guys out there, you know, American Standard is, is, has been around since the beginning of plumbing here in the United States, so it's something that's very important to take a look at. And what, what I like about this is they've got products for just about any home. It doesn't matter if you've got something that's just a basic one. American Standards got you. If you want to build that luxury estate, DXV's got something for you too. So there's a lot of different things out there, you know, a wide range of materials for whatever project you're doing. So we wanted to bring them on the show and talk a little bit about plumbing fixtures and things and, and where that industry is headed and what are some of the new products coming out that are going to be new and exciting for 2022 and 2023. All right, everybody, well, have a great rest of the week. Enjoy it. I'm going to be enjoying the sunshine here. 
Now that we're into summertime, we are going to be enjoying the weather because, quite frankly, here in my neighborhood, we just got the sun out this week. Finally, we've been uh, dealing with rain for so long. So time to get a little bit of sun and get some outdoor projects going. All right, everybody, have a great rest of the week. And thanks again for listening to Around the House. Anywhere beyond the mean Life is a love song, let's be lovers We're all over the radio Take my hand, I know where to go All over the radio with you Hey, it's Eric G. from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand-molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out Millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's Millboard.com.